evening to all of my friends and loved ones in the surrounding area of Baltimore, Maryland. It's a privilege to come to you this afternoon, especially in a time that we are in now. I just want to try to give you a few words of encouragement that I think will help us through this uh, pandemic that we are in now. Uh, we trust that you all are doing well and staying safe. And... um then prayed up, all right? God bless you. I just want to talk with you shortly from a few scriptures that God have given me to um, speak to you all about. And uh, the first one is in uh, Philippians 4, chapter, verse 5 and 6, stated, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with about uh, thanksgiving, Present your requests to God, not to me, not to the governor, not to the mayor, not to the president, but present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's understandable that, that we are in a situation we're facing something that we have never faced before. And it's at this magnitude. This thing is no joke, uh, my friends. People are dying by the thousand. But during these time, trying times, the key word in Paul's writing to the Philippians is, do not be anxious about anything. Stay in control of your emotions. I'm a believer that if your emotions get out of check, then fear will grip you and have a firm hold on you. And at that time, it's impossible for you to do what you would love to do. Uh, I know that when the, we hear these, uh, that people are nine by the thousand behind this uh, deadly virus, it can and is a little scary. But as I said on, on a few days ago to some of my friends, if you keep your emotions in check, you can stop fear in its track. And we do that by prayer and petitioning with God. Uh, I just want to assure you that God is still on the throne. He have not relinquished his throne. He have not given his power, but he held the power of the world. In his hand, and he's the one that we got to trust in in a trying time like this. I'm reminded of uh, the writing of Hebrew in the fourth chapter, verse 16 says, To us, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Certainly, we need God's mercy and we need his grace in a day and time that we in now. We are to, uh, it look like uh, traveling through uncharted waters, something we don't know about, something we can't see. And our government seems to be doing as hard much as they can to try to head this thing off. But I got one answer for you. The answer is not in the government. It's not in the mayor. It's not in the governor. But the answer is in the children of God. God said, if my people that are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, I'll heal the land. Thank God for a promise like that. No one else can promise us that but God. Amen. 
If y'all would like to agree with me today, uh, if we ever need the Lord before, we sure do need him now. I, I come to tell you this morning or this afternoon, we have the precious promise of Jesus. I'll never leave you, neither will I forsake you. I hear Jesus saying to us today in time like this, your answer is in here before the throne of grace. And when you come, come boldly. You don't have to come with your head down. You can hold your head high and go into the throne room of God and, and pour out your petition, make your petition known unto him, and God will answer your prayer. I promise you, we'll just come to the end, in this prayer room and meet Jesus, stand before the throne of grace, and then tell him your concern. He said, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. My friends, uh, I looked at what God had uh, commanded Isaiah to pen in his word for us today. Yes, it was in the Isaiah time, but God looked down through the scope of times and saw what we're going to be facing right today. So he had told Isaiah, I want you to pen a letter to my folks. In the 41st chapter, and verse 10 said, Do not fear, for I am with thee. Do not be dismayed, for I am thy God, who strengthen thee. God give us strength in a time like this. Don't you fear, don't you panic, and don't let your emotion run away with you, because God has promised in a pandemic like this, he will give us strength. He said, I will help thee always. I will always uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And in the preceding chapter of uh 41, he said in verse 28, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. My friends, where are your hope at today? Don't, don't anchor your hope in the president. Don't anchor your hope in the government, whether it's be on the uh, local level, whether it's be on the uh, government on the state level, whether it be on the national level. Put your hope in Christ Jesus because he's the only one that can really Get a handle on this thing. Amen. Listen what he said. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. They won't give up because of what's happening. They won't give up because of this virus that we have among us now. But their hope is in Christ Jesus. I want to show you that God is still on the throne and he's bigger than any virus that can attack us. And he can stop it when he get ready. I'm a firm believer that. Listen, uh, I'm not promoting power, the power of uh, and strength of fear. I'm just trying to get you to see that the strength and power of your faith in God is stronger than the power and strength of uh, fear. Trust God for your concern. Trust God for your deliverance. Trust God for taking care of you. And I guarantee you, he'll wrap his loving arm and comforted arms around him. Through this ordeal that we are going through now, God promises I will help thee always. I will always uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That's God's promise to all of us. During these trying times, he is the only one that can really help us. And when he does, 
He said, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Yeah, this thing hit us a blow unexpectedly, and and it kind of staggered us a little bit. But guess what God said? Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. They won't give up. My friends, we're going to rise above this thing. God's going to cause us to rise and soar like eagles again above this thing. He said, you'll run and won't get weary, and you'll walk, and it won't, it won't, won't faint. Long as you move it, long as you got your head up, then God is able to see you through. Don't drop your head. The Bible tells us to lift your head over your gates. The king of glory is coming in. And he asked the question, who is the king? God, strong and mighty. That's the king. And I want you to know the the king of the glory is already in. If you accept the Christ in your life, the king of the glory, the king of the glory is already here. In the words of Jenny Wilson, uh, who wrote a a song that that is so dear to me, and she said, time is filled with swift transgression, nor on earth a new thing. So bear your hope on things eternal. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Trust in him who will not leave you. Whatsoever years may bring, if they by earth are friends forsaken you, still more closely to him you cling. Oh, my friend, my hope is built on nothing else, less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arm. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Your answer is in the situation room or in the throne room with God. When you get in there, this is what you will hear. According to the 24th division of Psalms 7 and 10, lift up your heads, O your gates, and be ye lifted up everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The question is, is this King of the glory, who is it? Who is this king of glory you're talking about? Who is this king of glory that you keep shouting about? And somebody says, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And what happened? The king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. My friend, as we leave you, I want to remind you of something. Some of you may remember it. A few years ago, we had what they called the swine flu around. Who brought us through it? Jesus. The mad cow disease. Who brought us through that? Jesus. The sorrows around. How now we in this uh, pandemic called the coronavirus? Who's going to take us through it? Jesus is going to take it through it. Let me remind you. This is not the first time things have hit us. Things were hit, hitting people back in the day of Jesus' time. They found themselves in situations, but they found out what nobody could bring them through. They got in situations, they got in problems that nobody could bring them through but 
Jesus. If you all remember, disciples found themselves many times in a difficult situation. One particular situation that come to my mind when they was out in the Sea of Galilee and the boat began to fill with water. They did all they could, which was normal, to keep it afloat to keep, uh, at the Norvell. But Jesus' word to them was, get in the boat and go to the other side. He didn't tell them that they wouldn't meet the uh, troubles out in the water. He did not tell them that. But the word was, go to the other side. Amen? Trust the Lord. If he tell you to do something, he know what he's doing. And they got out there in the boat, and they started, the boat looked like it was going under. And what they didn't realize, that they had Jesus on the board on board with them. They didn't, what they did, they was natural for them as the disciples of Jesus to try to roar themselves out and try to pull themselves out of that, what they had got, got into out there. That is nature. It's nature that when we get into a jam, we try to pull ourselves out rather than to go right to Jesus from the beginning. So they decided to stop trying to do it on their own and went into the situation room or into the throne room. I imagine they, they said to each other, man, we, we, we're in a situation here and we can't get him out or handle it to our, by ourselves. So what we need to do, they said, we're going to begin to call on Jesus. When you get into the situation, when you get into the jam, things come into your life, something you can't handle, don't you feel like you're alone? Jesus said, I'll never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. I'm right by your side. He's not far from you if you get in trouble. Look what he done for them boys. They were down there sleeping. And, and in my opinion, since he was down there resting, they should have been down there resting with him. But no. They're up trying to fight the storm. They're up trying to battle us up and handle something they couldn't handle. But thank God somebody remember he's on board. We're going down and wake him up. And when they woke him up, honey, he came, just came up there so calm and walked to the bows of the ship and spoke to the wind to him, be still. And the wind ceased blowing. Let me tell you something. I, this is, this is Bivens, um, gospel. Uh, if the wind got ears can hear the Lord as a be still, if he speak to the virus that we are in today, it, it'll stop right in his track. But you got to realize that God have not relinquished his throne. He have not relinquished his control. There is nothing bigger than him. If we put our trust in the Lord, let me leave you with this. If you ever get into trouble, the first thing you got to do is remember to keep your emotions in control. If you keep them in control, you can control fear. But the enemy got a way of frightening us to the point, and then we leave from fright and, and wind up fear. And when we do that, we lose all control. God bless you. We are praying for you. I hope we say something to help you, to encourage you, to get you through this the pandemic that we're in today. Until the next time, God bless and may the blessings of God be upon each one of your lives and your family. Thank you for listening to us. We'll meet you another time. God bless.